Hey, Making the Team fans, it's Kim J. I am back from a long hiatus to talk about my favorite show. We're going to pick up right where we left off, and that is on episode four of this latest season, season 16 of Making the Team. This episode is entitled Social Media Dilemma. This is chronicling week four. We now have 45 ladies in training camp, nine over roster. And this is the week to dedicate to Denise DeSherry. And she is a regular choreographer here on Making the Team. She's been on for several seasons and several seasons in a row at this point. She's probably my favorite choreographer, her and Travis, who will be next week. And she's not in boots. Oh my goodness. <laughs> she's always in boots and black and she's not in boots and she's wearing a color shirt. And they emphasize that she was head coach of the LSU Tiger Girls. And so obviously in the last year that has changed. I checked her Instagram. She's got a website and looks like she's just doing choreography now. So she's branched off on her own. So good for her. I'd like to think that the success from her being on making the team has definitely contributed to that. And they're obviously big fans of her asking her back every year. In fact, they start off with asking her to sort of critique and go over one of her routines which looking at the choreography, it looks like power, which is one of the routines that they use still from Denise. And I think it's by Little Mix. And actually you could probably find the whole routine in its entirety on YouTube. The show group did a performance at a high school outside of oh, Oxford, Ohio. Where's Canton, Ohio, when they went to the Hall of Fame game. The show group did a performance and they did this exact routine at a high school. And so you can actually see the whole thing if you want. But anyway, uh, the only real thing that we get out of this is Denise telling Kelly to crank up the volume. And then we get our freestyle circle. And so this is a trademark of Denise. She loves getting the girls together and to see what they can do, who stands out. We see a lot of kicks, leaps, turns. Uh, Kyla's doing some handstand work, showing off her former gymnast skills. And Kaylee, comes in and does some choreography and they make a note of, of Kelly saying that she has no real tricks or excitement, which feels kind of unfair. Like she's getting judged for what she's doing in the circle, but I suppose everything is fair game as we'll find out later on in the episode with, uh, with Ava and her social media issues. So she is teaching chunks of choreography and Kelly says that she might teach the third section before she teaches the first section. And then she kind of puts it all together. So the plan is for her to teach days one and two. And then the third day that she's there, they're going to present basically what she taught. So Kelly and Judy are there for day one. It doesn't look like they're there for day two. And then they're back for day three. Denise likes them to perform full out. She says, if you're going to make mistakes, make them big so you can figure it out, so you can fix it. And the music that they're using is, I believe it's Remy Ma Body. It's like yada, 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 yada. <laughs> Lyrics seem kind of raunchy. <laughs> um, and, you know, but we'll see if they end up. No, it's not Remy Ma. I'm sorry. It's Meg the Stallion. Meg the Stallion. So this is the first Meg the Stallion song I've, I've ever heard. I've heard of her. And then, and you got to think if they're paying the rights for this song, this is probably the music they were actually using. Then they're also using Pone de Replay um, from Rihanna, which is a, a few years old. And so the first night, 
they tell Kelly that she finally came out of her shell because the, the little chunk of choreography that Denise teaches in the first night, there's like a section for them to freestyle at the end. And Kelly's kind of, you know, getting down a little bit uh, or a lot actually. And Kelly tells Denise that she just brings out the best in performers. They don't, we don't get a whole lot of night two. Basically, she says that she likes Ava and Leah a lot in night two and she's back in black. <laughs> and then we get to the third night and this is the night that they're going to perform the routine as a whole. So the first night, it looks like they were doing chunks of like literally like maybe like, I don't know, the third section or it was a later section that they were actually doing the first night, like the end of the routine. And then now we get to see the beginning and the middle. And so Kelly is taking lots and lots of notes. She says that she's really energized by the process. And she's got Ava and Leah and Gina front and center. So basically you've got Gina at the front and then Leah and Ava on each side of her, who are of course rookies. And there's a part where you see Kelsey very prominently featured, it's also very easy to see that there's somebody on the side that's also doing something similar, but you can't make out who they are. There's another section where I can see a rookie doing a devil pay, but I can't make out who the rookie is that's doing it. So we get shots, but we don't get like a whole lot of chunks to see exactly who's getting featured as much. But Kelly says that she's watching Ava a lot. She gives her double checks. Denise says that she is one of the strongest out there, period. Denise says she also likes Megan a lot. And Kelly says that she agrees and that she has told her that she grows by the eight count. And then Kelly says to the whole group after they've shown the routine, which they start off with like this little hip action side to side. And Kelly's like, Ooh, I like it already. <laughs> and there's this other section where they just kind of do a split out of nowhere. And Kelly's really excited about that too. When talking to the whole group, Kelly says that Ashley, Lexi, Klein, Ava, and Leah all stood out. She tells Ava she was fierce. And then they do it in small groups. She calls out Klein, saying that she was just darn cute and fun to watch. Kelly really likes Leah's leap. In fact, she says that Leah's leap is the only leap that she liked, which... When you look at some aspects of the routine, it's where you can definitely see like the show group level, like some of the girls are not capable of some of these tricks. And so if it is something that they did in a game, they would have to tone down some of that difficulty. But for the show group, it would probably work great. And visually, it's, it's awesome. A lot of different level changes and formation changes. And... They tell Melanie that she did better. Denise says that she did better than she did the day before. And Judy tells Tori that she would take her out because she had several bobbles. And Denise tells Tyra that she needs to go for it more, which is interesting because Tyra has been getting a lot of compliments. Like her and Katiana and Tori have gotten, you know, the, the bulk of the compliments for the rookies, it seems like, so far. And then they get to the final group. And why is it always the last group that has all the strugglers? Because it reminds me of two seasons ago when we had that group with Madeline S and Lily and Meredith and Alexandra. And it's like, why is the last group always the one with the strugglers? But we've got Kaylee, Christina, um, rookie Ashley, 
Kelly and Jordan with two N's in this group and they're just a mess. And that's exactly what Kelly says. She tells Denise it doesn't even look like the same routine. And she says that she literally has no compliments to give this group. And she said the only person that she thinks might get it is Kelly. That doesn't bode well for anybody and that group. And she tells Denise that if she were making cuts today, that she would cut all five. And then they just do some palm choreography for Denise to watch. And I'm always curious, do they just do one palm routine? Do they do several palm routines? We never really know. But Denise says that she just loves to watch Tori. And after this, Kelly tells the group that Tori was a junior D. DCC and that she's dancing like her dream is coming true and Tori tears up and gets emotional and Denise says that she's even getting emotional and she doesn't usually get like that and they tell Melody that she's rushing at one point Denise calls out well to Kelly not to them personally she says a three on stage left which I was like stage left <laughs> luckily they 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 showed on the screen like who it was because it's like I learned this back when I took dance, but I don't remember stage right and stage left anymore. But it was Ava, Leah, and Megan. And she says they were fantastic. And but in that same routine, Judy says that Ava was taking places to rest, that she was still stylized, but she looks like she was not going like full out. And then Kelly gives Kylie some corrections that you can tell she's having trouble putting in or recalling the choreography. She just looks a little bit flustered. And she had talked the previous episode about having a lot of anxiety. In fact, Kelly gave the whole group a pep talk at the beginning of week four in this episode to sort of tell them to get out of their head, not to have so much anxiety. And then we get our, our group of strugglers with the, the Kaylee Kelly group again. And they say that Kelly, that Kaylee, Kaylee and Kelly sound so similar. Kaylee, with the back issue, says that she just can't let go. And then Judy tells Jordan that she was just so boring she wanted her to start over. And it's just so funny because when you see it on the screen, it's hard to really pick up, you know? But it, it just shows you that they're so in tuned that if somebody is a little bit off, a little bit boring, they can pick up on it really good, which they should be. I mean, that's why they're in that position. And Denise says after this group that she wants more. And if they don't understand what she means by I want more, ask the question, get curious. How can I get more out, Denise? And I think that's a great point because you'll see sometimes in episodes, Kelly will say something and then she'll ask them, do you understand what I mean? And they'll be like, no. And she's like, well, then ask. And it's like they're afraid to ask because they don't want to be perceived like they don't understand or that they, and it's a, like it's an issue we all have, right? Like people, a lot of times they don't like to ask questions. They don't like to answer something if they think that they might be wrong. But it's such a good point that if you don't know what it is you need to fix, you can't fix it. I imagine that they say to themselves, I have no idea what she meant, but I'm going to go ask a veteran later and have them explain it to me. Kylie says that it's kind of like the Hunger Games. And I was like, well, she's not wrong. I mean, they are basically out to eat each other at the end of the day. They all can't make the team. So that was pretty much the Denise section of the the show, which was really great and which I really enjoy. The other, I would say maybe like the second 
storyline was they had cameos in this episode. And so usually cameos happen at the star in their practice facility, but this time they happen at the locker room at AT AT&T stadium. So it was the first time a lot of the girls got to see the locker room, which they've been at AT AT&T to practice some, I think. So I guess obviously they haven't used the locker rooms to change in, but Kelly basically gives them all a history lesson and says that this was this in particular incarnation of the uniform was done in 1972. So this is going to be the 50th season of the uniform. A lot of times people ask, and I do mean a lot, like every single Sunday, they have like a social media sweetheart person or somebody that does the Instagram. I think the social media sweetheart is actually different than the person who does Instagram. But literally like every week, somebody asks whoever's running Instagram that week, do you guys get to keep your uniforms? No, they do not get to keep their uniforms. Yes, they are custom fit to every girl, which means that it's very unlikely that a uniform from this season is going to fit somebody four or five seasons from now, but they have to turn all of their uniforms in. They keep them as part of their big closet from what I understand is maybe they use pieces of them to repair uniforms. I don't know exactly, but no, the girls do not get to keep their uniforms. So Kelly comes in and, and well, this is training camp Kelly. <laughs> Kelly with two E's comes in and Kelly Finglass asks her, why did it take four weeks for her to come out of her shell? And Kelly with two E's says that she's more reserved. She definitely struggles with confidence. And she said that the uniform makes her feel more confident. Although when she's saying that, it's not really that convincing, to be perfectly honest. Madeline S. comes in. This is her second cameo appearance because she did make it to cameos two seasons ago, but Kelly could not remember that. She was like, is this the first time that you made it to cameos? She was like, no, I made it to cameos before when I was in training camp two years ago. Of course, remember her mom is a DCC and Madeline talks about how she saw her mom in the uniform when she was a kid. Obviously, she's seeing pictures of her mom in the uniform. Her mom was not a DCC when she was a child, but she's emotional about it. And then we get Tori. And Tori, of course, was in training camp last year and didn't make it. She was literally the last one cut. And she said at the end of her cut, I wish you guys could understand like how bad I wanted it. And they were like, it's not a question of how bad you wanted it. You know, it just, we just don't have a spot for you this year. But it's clear that this year she wants them to know that she really wants to be on the team. So she comes in with a picture of her when she was a junior DCC, when she was seven years old. I think Tori is 21, 22-ish now, so it's like 15 years ago, said it was from a Thanksgiving halftime show, and she just wants him to know how thankful and grateful that she is to be back in training camp again, and she's tearing up, and Kelly uh, seems to be very moved by all of this. And then they bring in Jordan with two N's, and I put in my notes, who with a question mark. (laughs) Who is this person? We see her a couple times this episode in the group of strugglers, I don't think that's a good sign for her, but we'll see. And then basically they show everybody in at least a montage, Christina Klein, the whole gang in their uniforms. And Kelly says that she likes everybody now today more because she got to know them all a little bit and learn more about their personalities. And now it's going to be harder to cut them all. So that was the cameos. The other major storyline of this episode came at the end with the title of the episode which was social media dilemma and this was all about Ava so we get this little bit at the end of the episode 
what looks like to be probably Friday, the last day of the week. So Denise is gone and they're just all with the veterans practicing their routines. And we see Kelly talking to Kashera. So we get a Kashera sighting about a social media post. And they don't say what social media platform it was, but I have learned through the Making the Team Reddit thread that it was a TikTok video that Ava had put up in some type of trend. I think I even heard at some point the name of the song. I've never heard of it. Or maybe it was it was just speculating that maybe it was this song. It wasn't for sure. So I didn't I didn't make a note of it because it, it wasn't it wasn't confirmed that that was the the actual video because the video at this point has been taken down. But it was TikTok. And so Kelly is asking Kashara, she's like, is this an original? Is this a trend? Is she, you know, she was like, I'm just trying to understand, you know. And Kashara says that she thinks it's just the nature of that age group. So they bring Ava into the office and said, you know, what's going through your head when you're dancing to songs with lyrics like this and you're flipping off the camera and they show her the post. And I'm wondering when they showed us, I'm like, is Kelly on TikTok? Is she showing her her personal account or is this like Kashira's phone and they're showing it from her TikTok? I'm not on TikTok and I don't think I'm missing anything, but I could be wrong. <laughs> and Kelly says to, to Ava that she can unsee it now and that she, if she had seen it before auditions, that she would not have been asked into training camp. And that is she there because she wants more followers? Is she just being immature? Ava asks if she's cut and she does it in this kind of weird way where she's kind of like smirking slash smiling and, and Judy and Kelly look at each other and Kelly says no. And Ava says it was an inappropriate and immature trend that she was doing. And Kelly says that she's building her resume with every post that she makes. And Ava asks if she can just delete it. And Kelly says yes. And she apologizes profusely and says all the right things. But that's definitely going to be a thorn in her side that she's going to have to get over. So she's not cut today. We'll see what happens with her going forward. But this is now the second time that she's been called into the office. Both things not really dance related. She's gotten really good dance notes. Denise was a big fan. Kelly made a mention of how cute her figure was when they were in the freestyle line. But, you know, the first time she was called into her office was about, you know, she hadn't eaten or drinking and she was getting woozy. And now it's stuff that's off the field. Somebody mentioned on, I think it was maybe one of the Facebook groups that they felt like she reminded them of Victoria. And I think that that's a really good comparison. And Victoria in her first season when she came in and she was, you know, just very immature. She was, you know, when she would come into Kelly's office, it would just kind of be like, da da da. And, you know, she'd throw her head on the, on the table and you could just see the immaturity. And that's what you're starting to see with Ava. And typically that's not something that you can just fix in a few weeks, but we'll see if her dancing is enough to get her on the team or if this is going to be something that is going to keep her from making the team. And the last storyline in this episode was our one cut and that was Kaylee. So she starts at the very beginning of the episode getting taped by the trainer Kendall and talks about a back injury that she had. And she talks a lot during the Denise nights about how much pain that she is in. 
And so during their cameo, she tells Kelly that she was in a car accident a few years back and she was hit by a drunk driver and it caused cyst in her lower back. And that basically the dancing that she's been doing over the past few weeks in training camp has aggravated those cysts and she's in a lot of pain. And Kelly's like, I'm so sorry to hear that, but it's not going to get any better. We do get an introduction to Kaylee this episode. She is 26 from St. Rose, Louisiana. It is her lifetime dream to be a DCC. Her sob story, because they all must have a sob story in order to be, uh, to do their little intros, was that she was a tele, a, my goodness, a telemetry tech. I know I'm, I'm missing the, the pronunciation on that person, on that. I had never heard of that before. And she said that she worked in the COVID unit and that she lost about a patient a day and that it was really hard on her and that she also lost 12 family members to COVID. I don't know how close she is to these different family members, but when she's in the office with Kelly, Kelly tells her that she's very impressive, that they have a lot of respect for her. And I'm guessing that's partly due to this, you know, to, to telemetry. So annoyed that I can't say this word. <laughs> Technician. Anyway, says that they are trained to recognize heart rhythms. Um, they're also known as electrocardiograph technicians. Perhaps I can say that because I, I can't actually say that. <laughs> but anyway, she unfortunately is cut. The interesting thing about this is Kelly tells her that she's 43, that she's ranked number 43 of 45. So I'm sitting here going to myself, well, who's 44 and 45 and why haven't they got cut? Like, are they cutting Kaylee because of the back injury and they don't, she's not progressing and they don't want to her to injure it further or they're just not seeing progress and they think that they're going to see progress from people who are ranked 44 and 45. I don't know. It was just strange to me that they like literally told her that you're not the worst one here, but you're getting cut. So anyway, but she, they tell her that she was flat and sometimes boring. It was good enough to get her in a training camp, but she doesn't have stadium showmanship. And Kaylee does say that she didn't have to tape up today, that she was feeling better, but that she's just not progressing fast enough and she's not going to make the team this year. And that they want her to be able to get to a point where she can dance like she's extremely happy. Interesting. Another interesting thing here is this is we're now in the fourth episode and we've yet to hear Kelly say tonight's your last night. Like it's apparent that she's gone away from that phrase, like her trademark phrase. And I don't really know why exactly. So this year she's just telling everybody you're not making the team this year. So I don't know. I kind of missed tonight's your last night. I, I don't know. I just, I just kind of do. I think that, you know, most reality shows, like you have, like you have a saying, you know, like, Heidi would say a Vita Zane in Project Runway and, you know, on Top Chef, it's, you know, please pack your knives and go and Survivor. It's the tribe has spoken. Like you just have those little sayings. And so I kind of miss her saying tonight's going to be your last night, but I, I don't, I don't know if we're going to hear it this season. It's kind of weird. Anyway. So the only other note that I had at the end of this episode, this episode was uh, regarding Klein, like the first night of Denise's routine. She does some kind of like jump and split and come down to the ground and, and Kelly was like, oh, she did the David Lee Roth leap. And Klein says to the camera, and she's like, David Lee Roth? David Lee Roth? I don't even know who that is. And I'm sitting here going, I don't know who he is either. 
I, I, I've never heard of this person. And so one of the the Facebook groups that I'm on, like they were talking about, oh my God, how could Klein not know who David Lee Roth was? And I was like, I don't know who David Lee Roth is either. And so somebody told me that he's a lead singer of Van Halen, which I have heard of Van Halen. So, okay. All right. That's it. That's everything I've got for this episode. I'm glad to be back podcasting. As always, you can get a hold of me at dccpodcast at outlook.com. And until we, in the next episode, keep kicking.